0: The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com.
1: Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears.
2: Chicago Bears, Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. When did- the the
3: mascot at the Cubs game is now catching the first pitch. You know,
4: I grew up in the in the eighties, you know, Ron Say was catching the first pitch. Randy when did When did they get the mascot in there?
1: You didn't like that? Did you feel like that was
4: disrespectful? I wanted a professional catcher catching my pitch,
2: not some not a guy. pantless mascot. Yeah, I, I just wanna know from you guys. Did they bring in the mascot just for me? Did the Cubs catch you? Go, nah, you do it today. I ain't catching this.
1: I know like guys like Justin Steele, Patrick Wisdom. They really wanted to meet you. Yeah. I'm surprised one of them didn't catch you.
2: Well, well I don't know, bro. I, I basically <laughs> was out there alone. That's
1: right. He wasn't happy that Sebastian Maniscalco. And he wasn't happy that Clark the Cub in his uh, pantsless self was out there. <laughs> and... uh uh, Sebastian Maniscalco felt dissed. He did not feel good about it. Yeah. So uh, who did the first caller get that? Yeah, first caller. First but caller new. Matt Breck. Congrats, Matt. Way to go, Matty. See, he pays the listen. He uh, has won tickets to next year's tour. Coming to the United Center uh, next uh, November 8th and 9th. Hope tickets you're pay patient, sale Maddie. tomorrow. Yeah. Tickets, it will be here before you know it. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at Ticketmaster.com. We should have him on soon. We were talking about him uh, with Carmen and with Jesse. Jesse and I were just cracking up at Carmen because Carmen was getting angry about Sebastian. Was Angry Carmen out last night? Angry Carmen was out, and we love Sebastian Maniscalco, and Carmen was... Was, was fighting us on some stuff about it, and, and Jesse Rogers joins us to talk some baseball and other stuff <laughs> right
4: now in the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Tell him, uh, Jesse. I, I'm laughing because Carmen had a problem with um, the way he was Italian, like his man Italian mannerisms. I'm like, Carmen, it's not Sylvia and I doing Italian. He's Italian. Right. Whatever his mannerisms are, that's who he is. And yeah, he'll exaggerate for the show and stuff, but He's Italian, so how can you how can you criticize his mannerisms? And That's he's what? a performer; he's performing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
1: It, it's a bit. Oh, so Carmen funny! I did not want to hear it, did he? No, he Carmen doesn't. Bring me more shots. mead. Uh, how many times after did he say the what? His
4: affect is affect. that what he was saying? Yeah, um, will you stop saying that word affect? I don't like his affect. I don't like his affect. Will you stop saying that? Um, But Carmen, after a few whiskeys, you know how it is. He sounded like the
0: Aflac Goose, didn't he? he (laughs) Aflac.
4: It was great to see you guys last night. By the way, it was great
0: to see you, Jess. You caught a lot of smoke for the the Rangers hat.
4: I knew I would. You know, I I knew what I was doing when I wore it. Okay. So, full disclosure, in the press box after they won, they handed out these hats, these Rangers hats. And I... Liked how it fit on my head, and I knew it would get a rise out of Sylvie, and so I wore it last it, night. I figured I'd take some, you know what, for it.
1: it. It didn't like really get a rise out of me. It just, it, it just is a weird. It's a weird play by you. Like, sure, that's a cool hat to keep as a souvenir that you covered the World Series for National ESPN. You put right. it on. You put it in your office, but like to wear out to, to a, a few event. In Chicago, Texas Rangers. <laughs>
0: well, I have a better, I have a, a, a different question. Yeah. Why didn't you, because you went to a very nice restaurant afterwards. And with, I don't, I mean, there's there's nothing negative I mean by this, but when you take your hat off, your hair's not messed up. So right. why not take your hat off as you sit down for dinner? Because you're Probably indoors. Worse.
4: I, you know, I didn't really, it didn't cross my mind. It, it's a, it's a nice restaurant, but it's not like fine dining. Okay, after, okay.
0: That's a good answer to that.
4: But okay. the food was great. You're right. I probably could have. I probably could. If, I was, if the wives were with us, I would have taken my hat. Okay. I would For the wives. <laughs> but for Sylvie and Carmen, forget about no, it. Oh,
0: yeah. For angry Carmen and drunken Sylvie, you okay. just were going to keep this on. <laughs> right.
1: And I, and I was the
4: designated driver, so like I get some points for that, right? Yeah, yes, you, you do. do. You for get a for lot sure. of points.
1: For sure. Thanks. Jesse is <laughs> brought to you by uh, our great friends and partners over at Toyota and your Chicagoland Toyota Dealer Association uh, Toyota Let's Go Places. You determine where we're going to go first. Is it the Dylan Cease discussion, or is it Glass now, or is it Otani? Uh,
4: let's start with Cease and the White Sox, because it, it's Very obvious to everybody in baseball, they are open for business, as Chris Getz pretty much has said on the record, right? He has not sort of uh, hidden the strategy here. He has been upfront about it, and there is no doubt my mind sees is going to be traded. Now, this is an interesting ploy by him, because he's got two years left. Most of the time, that's kind of a trade would happen with one year left, but I think this is Chris Getz taking over and trying to maximize the situation he's in, probably realizes He doesn't have a World Series team no matter what he does next year, though I'm sure they're going to convince themselves they can compete in that division. Needless to say, you can get some max sort of uh, uh, prospects back or even major league players back for a guy like Dylan Cease. Look what they did with Aaron Bummer. Um, Yeah, they took advantage of a situation with Atlanta getting rid of some players they were going to get rid of anyway. But I think you're going to see a similar situation with Cease, a one-for-three-four kind of deal and some good prospects or major league players in there. And all roads seem to lead back to Atlanta. Uh, Alex Anthopoulos, from what I hear, uh, really likes doing Cease. It would be going home for him. He's not going to object to that. And I, I think the Cubs would get a major league starter back, a young one with five years of control, someone like Bryce Elder who made the all-star team last year, um, and and some, some more, uh, a couple good prospects back. So I, I think Cease is as good as gone. It's a really interesting starting pitching market. It's not often – you get three or four starters, good starters, on the market at the same time. Glasnow, I think Corbin Burns is on the market. Cease and Shane Bieber are the four names. So I think there's going to be a lot of wheeling and dealing at the winter meetings. It's kind of what I said to you at the end of the regular season, that this is the offseason for trades. was Now I was specifically talking about the Cubs. But I think in general, when you add Soto and maybe Alonzo to it, we might see four, five, six big names move. And I think Dylan Cease is absolutely going to be one of them. And he should get max value back because he has two years left.
0: Which is, which is, it sounds good, Jess. Where's your level of confidence that then the White Sox will be able to develop whatever, whatever, you know, prospect talent they get in return?
4: Well, it's a whole new crew over there, Tom. So I have to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I think I told you when they made these hires. They're not you know, household names to, to, to you guys necessarily, right. but within baseball, they, they, were, they were good hires. They were good hires from decent organizations, not just Kansas City. Got a pitching guy from, uh, from San Francisco. That was a good one. Got a development guy from Arizona. We, we just made the, the World Series with a young team. Um, and Josh Barfield, you brought him over to be the assistant GM. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because I told you I was going to hold off to see the hires. And the hires weren't just all also rands or guys from Kansas City, even though there's a little Kansas City flavor there. So I-, I like what he's doing, understanding that I don't think they're ready to win anything next year. He's being a typical first-year GM, knowing he doesn't like his team. No, but he did. And he's going to turn over the roster.
1: Talking to Jesse Rogers, it's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Uh, anything else on the White Sox before we get to some of the Cubs rumors?
4: No, but I do think it it could be more than Cease. I don't think it'll be Robert. But, yes, I I don't think he'd have uh, the gumption to trade Robert. I just don't, uh, as, as, like I said, a first-year GM. But anyone else on the roster, I I think Eloy's more likely to go than not uh, after Cease. It's just a matter of value with him because of the the amount of time on the IL. So so, uh, Cease won't be the last deal for the White Sox. Is he the most likely to go
1: next? Or is yes. some he, alloy Yeah. No, I think Cease. I think Cease. And know after, no, after Cease, I'm saying.
4: Oh, uh, I can't tell you for sure. There's so much chatter around these starting pitchers. That's why I put Cease first. Right. After that, a little bit of a crapshoot. I had one executive on another team tell me, you know, well, maybe, maybe they can move Mankati. He's just going to have to eat a lot of money, which is not something Jerry Reinsdorf likes to do. So I think – it's, it's anybody's guess after Cease, It really is.
0: I don't understand that, though. Like, if, if you don't think Munkata's good for your organization, you got to pay him anyway. Ship him out. Right. Even if you have to pay him. If, yeah, if, he's not, if you don't like want to trade him for it, anybody? Yeah. If you don't think that, it, but don't let the the money you have to pay him be the reason why you don't want to move on from him. If you've given Chris Getz the authority to kind of clean this thing out. Well, that's what you've done with TA, haven't you? Right. So let's do it here, too.
4: Yeah, I don't disagree. It's the same strategy you're thinking when you're going to bench a star who's struggling. Like, you're paying him either way. His replacement's probably making the minimum. If he's more productive, what's the difference if you're yeah. paying him on the bench or in right field? If he's struggling, he's struggling. It's the same concept. Um, it's just a matter of, look, you're going to have to pay that down and then pay the replacement um, uh, uh, for that roster spot. So who knows? I, I My my doubts said. Moncada will be traded, but I just had an executive, you know, mention that to me the other day. So we'll see.
1: All right. So are the Cubs close on Tyler Glass now?
4: No, I don't think they're close on Glass now. In the sense, like it's in the next 24 hours. There's a lot of teams involved, and that's what I'm talking about with the starting pitching market. I think other than Otani, that's going to dominate the early portion of of, uh, next week. The winter meetings are next week in Nashville. So Glass, now Burns, Cease, Bieber. Burns is a little bit under the surface because Milwaukee hasn't really showed its hand. There's a lot of teams involved in all these guys. Now, the Cubs are not necessarily involved in Burns. Not going to get him from Milwaukee more than likely. Not going to get c back more than likely. The tax is too high. Theo used to talk about that, trading within the division, trading within the city. But Glasnow and Bieber are not in the division or in the city. And so I do think there's some real smoke there. I just don't think it's imminent. I I, I think the Cubs and Rays have a similar like front office. Like there's a good vibe between the front offices. They were close to a deal with uh, Wilson Contreras the the summer they traded him. You know a year ago that almost happened. So I I like the idea of Glasnow to the Cubs for for a decent package. They purposely set up his salary this year thirty million dollar deal for two years for Glasnow thirty million over the last two years but only five million last year twenty five this year. So the Rays knew they were going to trade him, and they knew they were going to trade him at a high price, which means you don't have to give the house back. Like, you don't have to give three top prospects or anything crazy for one year of a guy at 25000000 million. He'll be a free agent next year. So I think they match up well. The Cubs farm system, well-liked throughout the league. I wouldn't be shocked at all if that gets done. I just don't think it's imminent because there's a lot of teams involved.
0: If you had to predict what that Cubs rotation will look like on opening day, what would it look like to you, Jess?
4: Yeah, I, I was I was writing this down uh, earlier. I mean, I don't think there's any d- doubt that Steele and Glasnow would be 1-2 if you traded for for Glasnow, and I'll, I'll throw them in there because I think they will trade for one of these starters that's available. So let's say it's Steele-Glasnow, 1-2. Hendricks tie on 3-4, depending on how you feel about him. And then it's Wicks, Assad, Smiley probably doesn't get another chance there. But Wicks or Assad as your five to start the season. But in short order, it could be Ben Brown or what you know many people think could be the top pitching prospect in baseball at some point next year, which is Cade Horton. They're not going to rush either one of those guys, especially if Wicks and or Assad are pitching well. So again, steal, fill in the blank glass now. Hendricks, Tyon, Wicks, Assad is like your five, six to start the year. Smiley in the bullpen could spot start. And then when they're ready, a Ben Brown or Cade Horton at some point.
1: All right. And then now let's get to the, the main entree.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, o- 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 Otani, uh, you were being asked this nonstop yesterday yeah. at, the, at the few event. Let's start in general terms. Do you believe by next Friday, a week from tomorrow, Otani will have agreed to terms with the team?
4: I'm going to say yes, throw out the caveat that all of us know so little about what this guy's going to do or when he's going to do it. But reading the tea leaves, I I would say by next Friday, the answer would be yes. Uh, That's the end of the winter meetings. Many times it it happens right there at the end or a day or two later. But again, I think the agent would want to make the splash there, would want to make the splash there. I think he's in his final um, days of meeting with teams and thinking about it. I don't have this locked down, but I think the last one on the list is Toronto. That's like happening as we speak or in the very near future before the meetings begin. So let's say between now and Sunday or Monday, he's talking to Toronto. Um, and, yeah, I, I do think there's been some reports, and I agree with him, that the Rangers might be out, which was surprising. I don't know why, but it sounds like they're out. The Dodgers remain the favorite. It's as simple as that. They remain the favorite. People told me the last couple of days that he loves Toronto, loves the city of Toronto. And that's not to say he doesn't like Chicago. He's just been to Toronto more because he's been in the American League. So I guess you have to throw Toronto in the mix. Though Until about three days ago, I was a little surprised by that. So it's Toronto, the Angels, the Cubs, the Dodgers, maybe another team or two. I don't think it's Seattle. I don't think he's going to go to San Francisco, though they're going to throw a lot of money at him. So I think that's what we're looking at um, has yeah, everybody, has and-
0: everybody off- giving him a like a, a strong offer everybody has or is anybody laying in the weeds waiting to see what transpires
4: no I don't think anyone's laying in the weeds I don't I think I think the offer isn't gonna they're all gonna be in, in a similar range maybe someone gets to 600 it, I I think it will be between five and six I don't know exactly if they're all guaranteed dollars because of the pitching situation. But maybe someone gets to six. Just choose five fifty as a number, though. Let's just pretend that's the number. I think everyone involved is going to get around there. I think. I think. And if someone says, "No, we're drawing a line in the sand at four fifty. They're probably out." But if you if you get to five hundred or more, you're probably in. Again, a lot of this is informed speculation. He's he's locked this this, this stuff down. So uh, the Toronto part, though, I, I do believe in because it just it's it's sort of something I just heard recently. And it does sound like he's talking to them in, in the next few days, and that's going to be it. And he'll make that decision. Again, if I'm the agent and, and, and the agency is not, and the agent isn't like one of the biggest ones, the agency is, he's not, though. I think he wants to make that announcement there. But it's up to Shoei Itani. There's no doubt he is running this show. He didn't really run the show the first time around. There was a management team around him. He's running the show this time around, him and his guy. And I don't mean his agent. It's just kind of like his right-hand guy. The agent's going to hammer out the contract. And he's going to make that choice, and I think the choice is comfortability, and mu- as much as winning and everything else. And I just worry a little bit about, you know, I'll call it the circus at Wrigley- in Wrigleyville. That happens. He will have no anonymous, in a, in a, what's the word? Um, and he won't be anonymous at Wrigley Field. Right, Let's no anonymity. Anonymity. Thank you. Anonymity. You're welcome. I'm here he for you. Will not have job. that at Wrigley Field. Um, I was saying that word so much last night, I couldn't say it today. And oh, you had some whiskey. Anonymity at Wrigley Field, and I worry about that. I'm not saying that's a deciding factor. I just worry about it, considering he hasn't spoken to the media since August 9th. He blew off the conference call after he won the MVP. This is a guy that wants to fly a little bit, at least a little bit, under the radar, and he won't have that at Wrigley Field. Doesn't mean they're out, though.
1: Right, right. And explain that. Go into more detail, Jesse, because a lot of people believe Baseball crazy, the vibe at Wrigley Field, that that would all play into an advantage. And, like, this isn't for sure because it's all so secretive, but what you're speculating is where you're the number one star in Chicago and our athletes and this guy who would be unquestionable, the number one athlete in this city, that may work
4: as a disadvantage rather than an advantage. I at least put that in play with him in particular. Again, sp- hasn't spoken to the media since August 9th. When he did speak to the media, it was only after he started. Now, can you believe, can you picture Marquis after paying him $500 million, only getting to talk to him or his interpreter after he starts? No. But maybe he'll, maybe he'll accept new parameters because he's getting $500 million. Wrigleyville, you can't drive into the ballpark and get out of your car and nobody sees you. You have to park. You have to be let out in front. It is a circus daily there. Fans everywhere, before and after games, long after games, long before games. Living in Wrigleyville, it seems like, again, if he wants anonymity, it's not necessarily going to happen. None of this precludes them from signing him. I just wonder, for a guy that wants a little bit of life, not sure if he gets it and and does it work against him as much as it might be a selling point, for him if if all this other stuff wasn't there if he didn't blow off the conference call after winning the mvp if he was friendly daily to reporters and fans and all this stuff might feel differently but in this particular case where there's a little smoke you gotta you gotta view that as maybe there's a fire around the corner but the fact of the matter is he didn't discard the cubs right off the bat he didn't in 17 and he hasn't now so I'm just wondering if it's some sort of a deciding factor, if it works against them as much as it does for them.
0: Jess, when this all all kind of resolves itself, and if, in fact, God forbid, the Cubs don't sign him, he chooses elsewhere, what are we going to be saying about the Cubs and, and, and how you feel? This has been a real, true, legit, here's 500 however many million dollars. The Cubs are 100% serious and all in like everybody else. Or are we saying, well, maybe they weren't willing to go to a certain level in terms of their financial offer?
4: No, I, I don't. I think we'll, we'll be saying the, the first thing that he just chose somewhere else. And mm-hmm. I've said this from the start: there has to be some mutual interest. They will get their contract wise, they will, um, but there has to be some mutual interest. So I, I, I don't think we'll be saying that, especially signs with the Angels or Dodgers. Like he lives there, he knows it. Right? he's played there. You know, um, I don't think we'll be saying that now. If he chooses Toronto over the Cubs, you know, we might be saying, "Well, how did that happen?" or some other place. So we'll see. But I don't, I don't think you can you can say that now. What what gets interesting though is what the Cubs do if they don't get him. And I still don't think they're going to go after Bellinger unless the price comes way down. That, from what I'm told, is over 200 million right now. Um, the one option would be if if it comes down, they circle back and more of a five year 150 deal and a couple opt outs and stuff like that. But Boris has almost never come back with his tail between his legs, right? And they haven't done that multi-year deal with a Boris client. So if you strike on Otani and Bellinger, where do you go? I think Reese Hoskins is a good fit for one year to rebuild his value, just like Bellinger did. And he's a legit good power hitter. Wish he was a lefty, but he's not. He was hurt last year. Um, you trade for that pitcher. After that, I'm not sure what they do. I don't know exactly what they do at third base. Um, and this is what I said at MLB Network, and a lot of people went nuts. I said, I think their plan is a two-more off-season plan, uh, including next year's uh, July trade deadline. So almost three trading and signing periods. Now, July, and next off-season. And if you don't get Otani or Bellinger, maybe you're doing 30% this year and 70% next year. Or maybe if you do get one of them, you're doing 75% this year and 25% next year. I think of it as a two-year off-season plan and I just don't know how much they'll get done now. A lot, a little, somewhere in between. And then after next offseason, you have more of a fully formed World Series contending team. Jed said it at the GM As recently as the GM, GM meetings, we are not going to be the Braves in one more offseason. It's going to take a couple more.
1: So they're not, they're not in on Soto?
4: I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I, this is the one thing I, I think in terms of monetary stuff. I've said this to you guys before. He's not Steve Cohn. I don't think Ricketts, take Otani out of the mix for a minute, is, is in the market for 10 years and $400 million players. I, that's the one thing, if you want to be critical, and because you, you like those kind of players, fine, go there. But I don't think the Cubs have an appetite for the, some of the deals that have come up over the last few years outside of Otani. Right. If they trade for Soto, another Boris Klein, going to cost some good prospects, especially some young pitching. Won't be the moon because he's only got one year left, but it'll, it'll cost you one of these good young starters at least, if not a little bit more. And then it's a one-year thing, and he walks because I don't think you're signing him. So if you might get that deal done, but it, it, will, it will hurt in the prospect case, where, it, where if you trade for Pete Alonso, I actually do think you have a chance of signing him. I don't think he's 300, million. He's a couple hundred million, especially if he another 50 home runs. But I think that's the difference. Soto with Boris at 25 as opposed to Alonzo at 30, even though it's Boris. At some point, they're going to have to do a multi-year deal with a Boris client. I think Alonzo is more likely than Soto. But I don't know if Alonzo is going to get traded. They can always go after him next year in free agency. All right, Jesse. Great stuff. Thanks, Jess. All right, guys. Talk to you next week from the winter meeting. Sylvie, have a great vacation. Thank you.
1: Uh, Jesse, we'll, we'll also be filling in. Too so Jesse uh, winter meetings and and lots of stuffs going to be happening.
0: You're expecting the uh, the Shohei news to come out while you're on a beach yes, somewhere. I, right? I am. And you're going to miss I... it. The biggest free agency in the history
1: of Major League Baseball. I'll call is in, going going to to... It, especially if it's if he signs with the Cubs. I don't know that we'll take your call. Oh f what, f- what? yeah. <laughs> f you. You know what? Keep that uh,
0: keep that in mind, guys. Keep that in mind. Sylvie's calling us from a beach with a uh, cold drink in his
1: hand, and the Cubs have just signed Shohei. I'll be Maybe celebrating. 312 332 3776. Three, two, three, if you want to react to that, I want to play the best of the songs that we have received so far in the holiday parody song competition. And we'll take some of your phone calls uh, coming up too. And I want to address like the difference between LA and Chicago, just from my perspective for an athlete at least. Um, Cause there's some people who have wondered about that. And I've had some conversations with friends about that. It's all coming up next.
5: ESPN, ESPN 1000 Chicago's 000. home for sports.
1: You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on twitch.tv or the Twitch app. By the way, my mom got caught about a a fake Twitter account. Your son punk- got
0: got last night. You
1: got punked last night, as did uh, I. Uh, thinking that we uh, won yeah, the few, few whiskey event. Yeah. Well, Carmen announced it, that we were the winners. He did. He got it. It wasn't a fake thing, but I guess there was a uh, Twitter handle with Passon's uh, picture on it that it was sent out like an hour ago, and it said, uh, Add Jeff Pisson. <laughs> P I S S -S O N. Excuse me? And she's like. And that was an easy pissing catch. Your son's doing a radio show, and and he just had the baseball guy on in Jesse. We're talking about. She doesn't listen to you. Otani making his decision next week. She sends it to me. Is this true about Otani signing with a team? My hands are shaking. I'm like, no, that's not true. She's not listening. I'm like, mom, by the way, it says at Jeff (laughs) Pissin. It's not <laughs> true. That's the look-
3: second best, like, fake insider account only behind Ball Sack Sports. Yeah. Ball Sack Sports. <laughs>
1: okay. Where it's so fake, it's funny. It's so, like, it, that if you got got, shame yeah. on you. Um, all right, what what do we got for the uh, Holiday Parody Song Competition? ESPNparody.com to enter. You got uh, a year's supply of groceries from that. Joel Osco. And we've just added a pair of Tito's Platinum Passes to Country Thunder. Yeah. It's all brought to you by Elijah Craig Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey and Jewel Osco, American Sale, 19 Crimes Wine, and Country Thunder. This Our, is the best so far, right? Or the ones yeah, that we are like so far? the best
3: ones that we've gotten so far. All right. So... Do you want poop? Do you want piss? Do you want cap? <laughs> do you want white socks? Do you want bears? What do you want here? Hey, you, you, you decide kids, you order, the order, yeah. All right, let's, let's go with the cap one from Jason Holsworth. Cappy, please stop filming in the locker room to the tune of Santa Claus is Coming to Town.
0: You know they changed the rule at East Bank, no more cell phones cause Cap was taking videos in the locker room. Again? I mean, you know, what is he thinking? Guys are like, hey, not for nothing here, yeah. but dude, this surprise. This area. is a
4: locker room.
0: You better watch out. I hope you're not shy. Cause you're being filmed by some bald-headed guy. Cappy loves to live
1: stream in the locker room. He always works hard. He loves to break news, even when surrounded by a bunch of naked dudes. Cappy. Got caught filming in the locker room. He sees you when you're showering. He knows when you're naked. Hey, Cap, take a break. Go out to dinner. But put down that damn iPad. Oh, what's the big deal?
0: What could go wrong? Have you ever heard of little Kyle Long?
1: Enjoyable. Very good. I like yeah. that. Very enjoyable. And again, this is to show you where the bar is right yeah. now. These are like some of the ones that we like. It's, we're not saying that these are finalists or these are going to win. These are some of the ones that we've enjoyed so far. Yes. Way, good way to put it. All
3: right, what, What's next, Tyler? All right, Let's go to Trey Tunes oh, yeah. to the tune of Frosty oh, yeah. the Snowman Fecal Transplant from Trey Tunes. Oh.
2: Once again, yeah. it feels so good yeah. to be back. Yeah. A fecal transplant Ooh. is something that is real. Who would have ever knew that a piece of poo could improve the way you feel? Yeah. 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 When yeah. Sylvie heard this, he did not think it was true. What? Guess you can say he what? was a septic skeptic, and I was one too, Whoa. There must have been some microorganisms in that donor's pool. They found oh when they placed it in Marjorie's GI tract, it turned her life around. Yay. Now Sylvie is a believer. Yes. Fecal yes. transplants are legit. Yes. If the doctors can't help you get better, then try a piece of. Chica, 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 chica. So if you are hurting, then give this a look. I sure wish we could give this to the Chicago Bears playbook.
1: What a great way to bring hey, it home. Hey, that's good. And and uh, another classic Waddle's World story about an unbelievable story. That you didn't believe was true. That I didn't believe was true and then yeah. turned into a song. Just yep. like Poop Knife. Yep. that's what. It, it, it's unbelievable that these are just simple stories that Waddle reads during Waddle's World
3: mm-hmm. and then they become songs. That's right. I'm a medical you professional. You bring them to life. Yes. I'm here to bring you the news. Tyler? All right, let's go back to one that we heard a little bit earlier in the show that we debuted today Screamo Christmas from John Rand to the tune of Silent Night.
5: Farragamo, $800 toes. Jeff plays it cool, but Tom Thayer
2: knows.
5: I've seen more sex than a urologist. they and Joniac are so classy to put up with our radio jackassery. Mary, piss and catch, miss, fellas. Very
1: good. It's it's so it's Very so short and to the point. I love it. It is. It's the way he did the throw. It was perfect, not overdone, but great enthusiasm. I love that song. That was great. I really love that
3: song. Um, All right, what 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 else, Tyler? Let's go to the Yannick Ngakwe one. Where is Yannick Ngakwe? Daniel Kushner to the tune of Too Long, but still enjoyable. Yep, we can cut it when we want to. Yeah, yeah. Very catchy too.
1: Good voice. Good voice guy.
5: Where is Yannick Ngakwe? Is the thing we say on a crisp. Chicago Sunday Day Maybe he's stuck in India on a rain delay And he'll be here soon as he can board the plane We all had big dreams of sacking the QB The Colts, the Raiders, and the Ravens all would agree But where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we ask when the bears suit up at Soldier Field Where is Jenny Ngakwe is the thing we sigh On a breezy Chicago Sunday night Maybe he's at Jewel Osco in the produce aisle Stocking up on groceries for the holiday We've been waiting from the time the season started. But the only place we've seen them since is on a milk cart. So, where is King Gakwe? Is the thing we ask when a bear suit up at Soldier Field? Maybe that's a good place. Well, well done. How
4: come I'm not getting
5: also also and
0: the drops in. yet? All, all, then, also brought in one of our. Big sponsors for the,
1: It's perfect, like because well of the Jewel yeah. Osco line. I like it, it, if there was a better way that he could have wrapped it up. And then, as Black points out, too many drops sometimes. Then he got into this, some of the drops, and it goes on for like another minute and a half.
0: By cutting it there, yeah, and
1: then we'll enter that portion right. of it for him. Okay, yeah, it's it's enjoyable. I don't know if it's getting into the finals, but it's it's one of those that is very catchy because yes. there's always one or two songs that I find myself. Tapping your toe. So, and singing during non show hours. I'll be at home singing one of these songs. You don't ever get them stuck in your head? Uh, sometimes, yeah, I do. That'll be the test of a good one. Yes. yes. Do we have another one to play? You want to
3: play a new one? This one actually yeah. just came out. Okay, in. good. This is from Ilario Bayo to the tune of Christmas in Hollis, Christmas in Chicago.
1: Year. I spent some money I don't have on some new best gear. Confidence is how we're gonna own the pack. Cause Zero
2: Rogers is gone and he ain't coming back. Or Lossky team Peel could be an MVP. Love is a bomb, it is plain to see. We got DJ Moore and a new old line. Should be the frisky, frisky play. I would join some time, But from the opening kick, I can tell us he right?
1: Same old Bears game I've seen my entire life Couple decent plays, then they stall Line can't block Fields turns over the ball Another arm tag me Pop Warner D Scared the pack, find a third Hall of Fame QB The Bears disappointed my thoughts they swirl This is so crazy, me on Waddle's World We piss and catch, they score and drive
2: Be another year to living in 85 Circle and suck, worst game I've ever seen This year for Christmas and I picked my favorite team
1: Pretty good, yeah, pretty good. At. Like okay. some good references as it went on too. A lot of show references: Circle, of sock, piss, and catch. Waddle's world in there.
5: Catchy,
3: would you, you then? Catchy. Catchy, yeah. Catchy. Okay. I like that song naturally. So those, I like. I always find yeah. I favor some of those ones.
1: Yeah. Okay. Is there one more we could play? Or is that is that where uh, we're... that's
3: pretty? Yeah, I think we'll cut it there.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I a couple people too who have been. Uh, uh, Guys who have been finalists in the past have DM'd me saying that they have sent new ones in, too. Like I think the- I got a call from Ed Cook.
3: He says he's he's gonna oh. write a new one. Oh, he uh, can. He heard the noise. Oh, he did. He heard the noise. You he heard the, you he heard the, the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one bringing a little the noise. fire under his ass. So again, he's gonna get back in the lab. Eight Good days call.
1: left. Eight days. You've got eight days to eight get days. your your songs in. Uh, December eighth. That's a week from tomorrow. ESPNParody.com. Let's turn up the heat here.
0: Turn
3: it up! It's
1: all brought to you by Elijah Craig, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, Jewel Osco, American Sale, 19 Crimes, in Country Thunder. And again, if you're the grand prize winner, you will walk away with a year's worth of groceries from Jewel Osco and also an American Sale gift card and a pair of Tito's Platinum Passes to Country Thunder. And keep this in mind. If you're participating or not, we want everyone to participate in our holiday party December 15th at Bub City in Rosemont. We want everyone there. We want to pack the place this year. It's a great spot. Waddle loves Bub City. I love Bub City. I like the food. I like the booze. I like the ambiance. I like the location. It is. It's a great location. Bub City, Rosemont. That's a Friday, December 15th. So we're we're that's two weeks from tomorrow. Put it on your calendar. Text your friends. Say we got to be out at this year's Waddle and Sylvie holiday party. They've been crazy in the past, and we want to make it great this year again. All right, uh, Bears Weekly coming up at six o'clock. Uh, there's a new way to enjoy the winter in Chicago. Want to tell you about this? Are you thumbs up or thumbs down on this? I will tell you what's going on coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
0: I was just going to tell you, I have a little bit Bulls
1: news for you, but Tyler, uh, jump me with it. Zach Levine out tonight, so that's the way it should be. I mean, if he's got a sore foot and they're thinking about trading him, and he's not okay, and he's doesn't want to be here, he shouldn't be playing. Caruso is in. DeRozan is a, a game time decision. He what rolled his ankle in that game? Is that what he did? I guess against the Celtics. He's very infrequently available. I played the uh, too frequently. I played the Bucks minus nine and a half.
0: It's a lot of points.
1: I, it is a I lot of points. I, played, I got
0: like three to one odds, I think, on over one and a half threes for Lopez, coupled with over one and a half threes from Middleton. That's uh, what I played.
1: By the way, one thing I wanted to share with you before we leave here for uh, Bears Weekly, and I know we got to go. There's a, a new thing that you can rent this boat. It's called a hot tub boat on the river. Yeah, I like it. Um, where you can't go very far is that something you would be interested in here in the winter? I'm not getting in Lake Michigan. Not Lake Michigan. It's not on the lake. It's on the river. If you go between Wells and
0: Too Dirty, Michigan. Water's too Dirty, and the river. No,
1: River's but you're not. Dirty. You're not in the uh, river. Uh, you're the in river the water. You're water on the hot yeah, tub. I know. But the river water is going to splash into there. It's got. It's got cup holders. It's got music for you. It's got I love lights. that. I love that thing for
0: like a lake. Like not Lake Michigan, but like a lake. If you're in uh-huh. Wisconsin, like Cap's Lake House, which I've never been to, take that thing up there instead of a pontoon boat and just yeah, hang out there. You, oh,
1: you, you see nothing there. You just see open. What do I want to see? The buildings. You see the cool architecture. You're I'll in the middle in, of a city. i go on an architectural tour. Okay, just so watch on on now. Have a really right, good trip. Thank okay, you, enjoy thank
0: yourself. Recharge those batteries. I'm going to try. I tell you, you got bear's fatigue right now. <laughs> I think we ought to. All
1: right. Uh, Bears Weekly up next. Bleck and Abdallah coming up at 7. Thanks to Kevbo, the almond peddler, and uh, Tyler Aki. For want I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Thursday
2: night.